Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Killian Murphy, not Cillian Murphy, but Killian Murphy. How the hell I managed to screw that up? Screw up the name of a ginger? I will never know. Although, white boy Malcolm X, that is technically your job, sir. You are our resident expert on all things ginger. Our resident obsessive-compulsive on all things ginger. For heaven's sakes, you bang a Ronald McDonald blow-up doll just to get your ginger fix. That was your job, sir, to educate me on this. So this epic failure, me calling Killian Murphy, Cillian Murphy, that, sir, is all on you. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Like, I want to hear anything from the peanut gallery. Creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. Go whore out your son to another third world despot, sir. We don't have time for your nonsense right now. So sorry about that, Killian. Did not mean to mangle your name last week. Like, I need the peaky blinders. Coming up on in here. A bunch of angry gingers coming up on in here. Serving me a beatdown for mangling this guy's name. Not that you complain, white boy Malcolm X. Having a bunch of gingers over here. Having a bunch of gingers serving me a beatdown. But don't need that. No, thank you. There. Correction done. And happy belated Hispanic Heritage Month to all you Hispanics out there. And calm down out there, you snooty white liberals. I already know what you're thinking. Hispanics! Hispanics! What the hell is that? For you folks, happy Latinx Heritage Month. Snooty white liberals. They get so triggered when they hear Hispanic or Latino. They only know how to react with the word Latinx. And a friend of mine sent me a screenshot And some silly company on LinkedIn, they posted that Happy Latinx Heritage Month. And he told me that he was thinking of channeling me, pointing out to them that less than 5% of Hispanics use the word and almost half of them find the word offensive. But he decided against it. Didn't want to deal with the potential grief involved, putting something up there to argue with him about it. He was probably some hysterical white millennial Gen Z kid wanting to virtue signal, wanting to show how down for the struggle they are. 
I'm sure the Hispanics on LinkedIn saw that and were like, ah, Jesus Christmas. There goes Whitey again, using that stupid word. Yes, unfortunately, as long as we have snooty white liberals, we'll also have the word Latinx. And obviously, we were not here last week. We obviously played hooky last week. And that's totally on me. I have to say, I was feeling a bit run down. I think that's the best word to use. Just really didn't have the energy to do much of anything. Well, other than to hang out in front of the television, get through the last three seasons of Peaky Blinders. Not that I skipped doing a podcast to finish watching Peaky Blinders. But I'm fully recharged today, ready to get back at it. Although just to warn you, between last week and this week, I got like 15 to 20 stories. I'm not going to do them all. At least I don't think I will. If we do, it's going to be more of a, a stream of consciousness thing. Just read off the headline, see what comes to mind. And so let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first story is from BuzzFeed. Harry Styles, Billy Ellish, and eight more celebrities accused of queer baiting, plus how they responded to the accusations. Responding to criticism in an interview with The Guardian, Harry Styles said, Am I sprinkling in nuggets of sexual ambiguity? to try and be more interesting. No. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. That's right, creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. Harry Styles, Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo, lying about that. And if you're out there going, Miller, Miller, what the hell is queer baiting? Well, folks, I'm getting there. Slow your roll. Queer baiting, at least according to BuzzFeed, those hysterical ninnies over at BuzzFeed, queer baiting typically refers to a marketing tactic where media uses queer imagery, lyrics, plots, and conversation to draw in an LGBTQ plus audience without the intention to deliver accurate LGBTQ plus representation. And that's not all it is. Today, the term has evolved and is also used as a criticism of a person, especially a public figure, who is seen to be portraying themselves as queer or ambiguous to pander to the LGBTQ plus community for marketing purposes. No kidding. And this use of the word queer, this silly use of the word queer, where you've got like 50 or 60% of the population running around calling themselves some sort of queer. Oh, I'm bi-gender queer. Oh, I'm non-binary asexual. Oh, I'm a polyamorous pansexual. If someone calls themselves queer, they're really just a a heterosexual with a personality disorder 
They might be fooling everyone else, but they're not fooling me. And just in case you're interested, I'm not going to name off all of them, but here are a couple people on that list. Those celebrities accused of queer baiting. Number one, of course, is Harry Peekaboo Styles. Peekaboo, Peekaboo, who I don't think is queer baiting at all. Now he's playing a a hearty game of closet peekaboo and raging Billy Porter in the process. But that FQA, that future queen of America, queer baiting, that's not the game he's playing. Nick Jonas is number two. And I just saw where he turned 30 years old. And I think he's the baby Joni. So the youngest Joni brother is 30. Now he did do gay for pay, closeted gay for pay in that show Kingdom. I don't know how that's queer baiting. And Kingdom was that MMA fighting show that had Matt Loria in it. Now that's a man. That is all man right there. Number three is Tyler Posey. No idea who this Twinkie is. Another one. Looks like an FQA. Billy Ellish is number four. And I think that's how you pronounce her last name. No idea. No idea what she sings either. Ariana Grande is number five. Another singer chick. Number six is Charlie Puth. That one hit wonder. He's queer baiting. No one really cares. James Franco is number seven. Now that's odd. I find that really odd. I have no idea how James Franco is queer baiting. If he's known for anything sexually, it's being accused of allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, sexually harassing women, doing something with women. No idea. Don't really care. And the last one on this list Madonna, Grandma Madonna, who spends her free time as she closes in on retirement, writhing around on Instagram like a spent hooker. Now, I know she kissed nutty Britney Spears God knows how many years ago. I don't know how she queer baits. She does a lot of undignified things. And I don't see her queer baiting. But there you go anyway. From the Daily Wire, nearly one in four Democratic voters believe men can get pregnant. A new poll finds that significant numbers of Democratic voters believe things that are false. No kidding. And the survey in question, that was conducted by WPA Intelligence, And it found that 22% of Democrats agree with the statement, some men can get pregnant. And that percentage rose when it only included women and a whopping 36% of white, college-educated female Democrats, so hysterical millennial Gen Z white chicks, they agreed. And they're a key demographic for the Democrats these days. 
hysterical, college-educated white chicks. They love the Democratic Party. They're the chicks, these hysterical white millennial Gen Z chicks. They're the ones who love to scream in Popo's face. They're the ones that like to loot, riot, burn, have themselves a, a grand gay old time in the inner city, bang a black guy or two just to piss off their parents before they rush back to their safe lily white suburb. But all those chicks doing that, that's who they are. White millennial Gen Z college-educated women. And whenever there's some sort of woke conference, get all the folks together who are down for the struggle, the most militant people in the room, the true, true believers tend to be these white chicks. Even the BIPOC folk, they're just doing this for the Benjamins. But even the BIPOC folk, they're like, damn, these white chicks are kind of crazy. But with this survey, where all these Democrats think that men can get pregnant, now I'm sure they're trying to be nice. They don't want to judge anyone. They want to be as open and progressive as possible. But what's the phrase? The road to hell is paved with good intentions, which is why you have so much dysfunction these days, especially when it comes to this gender identity nonsense. And I've said this before, but there's going to come a day and a time when there's going to be a reckoning in all this, especially with what they're doing with children, pushing through these medications, pushing through all this gender-affirming care on children, surgically mutilating children, all in the name of accepting anything and everything because we just don't want to judge anyone on anything. And we watched this stupid movie. Well, we didn't watch much of it. And it was called Wolf. It was about this young man who thought he was a wolf. I'm not making this up, folks. It's on HBO Max. It's got that ginger kid. What's his name again, white boy Malcolm X? George McKay. Yeah, of course you knew that one. And you folks out there, you know why we tried to watch that. But this stupid movie, this guy thinks he's a wolf. They put him in an institution with all these other crazy kids who think they're dogs and birds, all these other animals. And in the 15 minutes, we try to watch this stupid thing. I'm like, that's today's Democratic Party. Oh, you think you're a wolf? Okay, you're a wolf. You think you're a woman, even with your man meat? Okay, you're a woman. You're eight months pregnant, and you're calling yourself a man? Okay, you're a man. Again, folks, the road to hell paved with good intentions. And I'm sure there's a lot of good intentions behind a lot of this, trying to accept people for who they are. But look at the hell we're getting in the process. From Smithsonian Magazine, 
the enduring myth of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Archaeologists look back at what the first Indiana Jones movie got wrong about their profession. And I believe there's a fifth one coming out here soon, which I guess is what triggered this stupid story. White Boy Malcolm X, question for you, sir. Were those Indiana Jones movies real? Did that actually take place? No. That's what I thought you'd say. So it was a work of fiction. Second question, and this one's rhetorical, sir, so keep your pie holes shut. But did anyone out there actually go to see Raiders of the Lost Ark and those sequels looking for a documentary on the life and times of an archaeologist? Gee, I'm thinking of becoming an archaeologist. I should probably watch Indiana Jones as a realistic job preview. Did that ever happen anywhere? No. That's like watching the X-Files to see what it's like to be an FBI agent. And these archaeologists, well, that wasn't an accurate portrayal of what we do. No kidding. Nobody... Nobody ever thought it was. But you folks, some of you folks, you're taking this movie, you're taking life way too seriously. Getting all triggered about some movie decades old. Just lighten up every once in a while. It's just a damn movie. These next couple stories are for all you virgin pajama boys out there living in your parents' basement, on up that sex doll in the corner, playing with yourselves, your Pokemon cards, your Playstations, masturbating to Marvel films, masturbating to DC Comics, masturbating to whatever the hell they're posting on Reddit this week, freaking out your parents, freaking out the neighbors. These next few stories are for you. The first one is from MRC-TV, which I believe is the Media Research Council. Lord of the Flop. Rings of Power is equally as bad as She-Hulk, according to audience reviews. And the She-Hulk thing, that's on Disney+. Plus. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Haven't watched it, don't really care. But we have been watching this Rings of Power show. That's on Amazon Prime. And you like it, White Boy Malcolm X. Correct, sir? Yes. That's what I thought. Now, I haven't read any of those token books. Couldn't even tell you what they were off the top of my head. Now, I've watched the movies. I did enjoy the movies. But since I haven't read any of the stories... I don't know how accurate a portrayal they're doing with these movies. And I don't even know what the Rings of Power is based off of. But it's a good story. I think the acting is very good. The stories they're telling so far, I think those are fine as well. I'm sure at some point, all these different storylines are going to come together. But this is kind of like the archaeologists getting all butthurt about Indiana Jones. These people getting a little hysterical 
over this series. To quote William Shatner again, his appearance on Saturday Night Live, get a life. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. From comicbook.com, George Clooney claims his Batman is better than Ben Affleck's Batman. Clooney's Batman was a clown. His Batman was absurd. Should have put him in a rainbow wig, put a big red nose on him. Batman the clown, strutting around in that bat suit, acting like Richard Gere in Gigolo. And I hate to admit this, but I actually liked Ben Affleck's Batman. I thought his portrayal of Batman, older, cynical, borderline nihilist, I just liked that portrayal better. I guess I related a bit more to his version, being older and cynical myself. But anyway, not that I really care about these things. I'm not a virgin pajama boy living in my parents' basement, doing all that weird crap. So I don't really care who plays Batman. And I guess the new one is Robert Pattinson. He did a pretty good job as Batman. But again, I don't really care. From bounding in the comics, and speaking of heterosexuals with personality disorders, the Flash star Ezra Miller, reportedly under delusion, they are Jesus believes own marriage to a Native American spider goddess is supposed to bring about the apocalypse. Did I call this one or what? Well, belatedly call it, but I got it right eventually. Ezra Miller, a heterosexual with a personality disorder. Or if you take this headline at face value, two or three personality disorders not just the one. And I guess he checked himself into a, well, it's not rehab, but he checked himself into some clinic, probably a clinic for heterosexuals with personality disorders. Definitely did not go down to Milo Yiannopoulos' gay conversion therapy and happy ending day spa down there in Florida, but he's in some clinic for something probably because Warner Brothers threatened to sue the crap out of him. He didn't clean up his image. 
so they can release that stupid Flash movie, make some of those Benjamins back. And I know I'm wrong on this, or apparently wrong on it, but my Gator, it still flashes red every time I see that kid. I mean, up until recently, I thought the kid was a big old queen. That's why I originally was defending him on some of this, saying it sounded kind of crazy because what kind of queen would try to groom some underage girl? But I guess as I get older, my gaydar, it's like when I go to Europe. All European men to me, they all come off as some sort of gay to me. You got the Frenchmen sashaying through Paris. You got the Italians sashaying through Rome. The Spanish men kind of sashaying through Barcelona and Madrid. And on and on and on. Every time I see a man in Europe, my gaydar, ding, 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 ding. Just the way they act. But I guess with the millennial Gen Z kids out there, the ones who have been neutered by all this political correctness, all this silly wokeness, my gaydar goes off for them. Like Ezra, apparently straight, but he screams big old queen. And a crazy one at that. From Axios, U.S. beer shortage looms with gap in carbon dioxide supply. Not that I really care at the moment. I'm off a of beer for a bit. Gone back to vodka. I need the hard stuff, folks. Looking out on the landscape, all the crazy going on in this world, I need the hard stuff. I guess as long as we have Italian beer in the fridge, like that'll ever run out. Who the hell drinks Italian beer from the bottle? That's only white boy Malcolm X. What? No, I do like Peroni. Peroni is very good beer. But it's only good on draft. Peroni in the bottle tastes like garbage. I don't know how you drink it. It's just one of those beers, to me anyway, it tastes fantastic on draft. But in the bottle, it tastes like, well, I'll just say garbage. And we know the Summit Mistress, since she's boozing it up at wineries, going around to wineries in Colorado, getting white girl drunk. Since she's doing that, I'm sure she doesn't care about it either. This next story is from the New York Post. Prince Harry Ginger and Meghan Markle furious that their kids won't receive HRH titles. They're furious. Who do you think is really furious about this? Prince Harry Ginger or his vapid social climbing wife? Oh, And speaking of Meghan Markle, how's this from page six? King Charles's cousin, Royal's treatment of Meghan Markle is treasonous. Treasonous. She tries to burn down the house, trashing that family in public, 
putting Britney Spears to shame, trashing the royal family, and it's treasonous that they react the way they do to her. They all know she's a vapid, social climbing loser, latched onto Prince Harry Ginger to ride his coattails to something better. But this HRH thing, I guess that's his royal highness or her royal highness. They're not allowed to do that, use those titles. But King Charles here, speaking of vapid morons, he did give them the titles of prince and princess so they can be called Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet, but not His Royal Highness or Her Royal Highness. And they're still butthurt, furiously butthurt that they don't get the fancier titles. They really do need to learn when to quit. Prince Harry Ginger and his vapid social climbing wife, Meghan Markle. You two clowns. The two of you are so dumb. You don't know how tone deaf you're coming off to the rest of the world. If I were you, I would sit down, shut the hell up, be thankful for what you have, and don't speak to the media for another couple months. Let everyone forget about you for a while. Eh, who are we kidding with that? From the Washington Examiner, Harvard students could be punished for not using preferred pronouns. You mean they're not already? How is that possible? Harvard University. Those obnoxious, narcissistic douchebags at Harvard. A school so dumb, they took in David Hogg, enrolled him as a student, when every community college in Florida wouldn't have taken him in. But this is the kind of garbage that's critically important to these elitist douchebags on Ivy League campuses. Proper pronouns for all the heterosexuals with personality disorders enrolled in their schools. Keeping these spoiled brats happy by forcing everyone to use their Super special, pain-in-the-ass pronouns. Of all the hills to die on, pronouns. But that's Harvard for you. From Out.com, those girls over at Out.com, Molly Kearney becomes first non-binary cast member on Saturday Night Live. Does anyone really care about SNL anymore? Hasn't been funny in well over a decade. And so now, they're reduced to this. Virtue signaling by putting a heterosexual with a personality disorder on the payroll. But I guess as long as you clowns feel better, enjoy. Another one from the New York Post. I have the most tattooed privates in the world. It hurts, but I'm brave. And by privates, they mean a hoo-hoo. And that hoo-hoo belongs to a, of course, British OnlyFans star, Becky Holt. She's 34 years old, so a millennial. 
She has spent more than $42,000 on a tattoo bodysuit with artworks adorning her entire body from her feet all the way up to her face. And to tattoo her hoo-hoo, that took not one, not two, but five trips to the tattoo parlor. And a month later, her hoo-hoo, it's still swollen and she can't have sex with her boyfriend, Ben. So I guess it's BJ's and Handy's for now. What is it with millennials and Gen Z kids having to call everything they do brave? When I think of being brave, I'm thinking like the greatest generation. Think of the men and women who fought and died in World War II. Look at the men who stormed the beaches of Normandy. Running up a beach with people firing machine guns at you. That's brave. Or it was brave, but now everyone is brave. Some celebrity gaby comes roaring on out of the closet, usually in a giant safe space, like LA or New York or Miami or Atlanta or London. And what is the vapid gay media, like those girls over at Pink News, Tow Road, Queerty, what do they do? Oh, how stunning and brave. And this one is also brave for getting a tattoo on her hoo-hoo. That's what bravery has been reduced to. How far the word brave has been bastardized. Getting your hoo-hoo tattooed is now brave. Honey, you're not brave. You're a dopey chick with emotional issues who craves attention and validation of your self-worth from strangers. That's why you're on OnlyFans. That's why you're talking about your tattooed hoo-hoo to the media. Because this is the only way you think you can be loved. By carrying on like this. It's your life. None of my damn business. But you're not brave. And for our last story, folks, it's from NBC News. Florida woman, of course, arrested for allegedly twerking on teen at Christian school prom. Former teacher Julie Kinsey Hoover, reported to be 39, was arrested earlier in the week and faces a new felony allegation of lewd conduct with a student. You high school teachers out there, you never listen. You're too damn busy. Ah, not that fresh teacher bait. Seducing that fresh teacher bait. Making sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. Teacher bait, teacher bait, teacher bait. Oh, so now you're listening. Like a Pavlovian response with you horny high school teachers. Hear that word teacher bait. Nothing else matters. So while I have your attention, ladies, I'll say it again. Never, 
ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, more Matt Loria, less little Timmy with two chest hairs. But this teacher, Julie Kinsey Hoover, and I'm sure there's a joke with that, but we're not going there. She was arrested for being an authority figure who solicited and engaged in lewd conduct with a student and contributed to the delinquency of a minor. And what she did specifically, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, was back on April 8th, way back then, during the Point of Grace Christian School's prom, she encouraged this kid to drink booze, rubbed her body against him, twerked up against him when he was 17 years old. And I guess he just turned 18 sometime over the summer. So she should have just held out a little while longer. And the weird thing is, that's a felony in Florida. She didn't even bang the kid, didn't even get to make sweet, sweet love to him, and she's being hit with a felony. All the fun we've had about Florida, you lovable people in Florida, but over the last two years on this podcast, we've been laughing and all the crazy down there people keep getting into, and 98% of the time, it's a misdemeanor. I'm talking assaults, other acts of violence, weapons charges, DUIs, all sorts of crazy, and 98% of the time, oh, that's a misdemeanor. This poor, horny high school teacher rubs her booty against his teenage man meat, both of them completely dressed. That's a felony. I bet if she had pistol whipped that kid, beat him with a loaded firearm, in Florida, she'd only have been charged with a misdemeanor. But twerking a 17-year-old, an almost 18-year-old boy, giving him a couple sips of booze, that's a felony. If that's the case, why the hell isn't half the damn state in jail? You can't tell me, because we're dealing with Floridians, folks, that that's the first time that's ever been done in the state of Florida. This is a state, as lovable as it is, that is full of people who would do something like that. So on that note, since I cannot top this silly teacher twerking on a teenage boy, even if she's being charged with a felony, without even having the chance to deflower him, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend. 
a good start to your week. And we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 